Welcome to Candidly 30. No, we're not 30, but we're in our 30s working through life. Every week, we're discussing our favorites, our gratitudes, our grievances, and all the crazy in between. Grab your favorite drink, get comfortable, because we're getting candid. Welcome! Wait, did it not come us in? That was weird. I saw it. Should we try it again? Hello and welcome to Candidly wow. 30. Welcome yeah. to Candidly 30, being presented to you by Kelly's Closet. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Tell us if my sound sounds a little bit better. I'm trying something new. Um, it's not. It's going to be short-lived. Don't you worry, because Kelly is moving very shortly. <gasps> moving but moving, moving on, up, moving on out. No big deal. <laughs> How is everybody? Hello, hello. Uh, everybody is doing well. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and answer for the audience. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, wait, we have to introduce ourselves or, or Nicole will hate us. I'm Kay Fleur. I'm Kelly. Hello. Welcome. Um, and welcome. Yeah, it's a happy um, Sunday up in here. Happy, happy Sunday. The sun is out a little bit longer these days. Oh, it's like two or three God. degrees, a little warmer. So we're getting closer to the sunshine and the warm weather that we are both obsessed with. And we hope that everybody is having a wonderful week. Yay! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> thankfully, it's been snowing like crazy here, which I know that we need. Honestly, for it being like a chill winter, Um we have a pretty good snowpack just because it has been pretty cold, but we've just gotten so much snow this week that I'm so thankful to see bright blue sky today. Um, and it's just been warmer temperatures. And so I'm very, very happy. What's crazy about Bend for us getting so much snow is that they really don't know how to uh, clear the roads. It is not <laughs> great up in here. They are no. really not on top of it. And what I think is so, so interesting and like someone let us know like who makes these rules because they just decide to put volcanic rock on top of snow Um for like a little bit of traction, which I think is so interesting because in California, they do sand. I know like in the Midwest and and when I lived in Massachusetts, they did salt, Um, but they just put volcanic rock on snow. Like what is that? And so you're just like getting rock kicked at your windshield. Like, excuse me, what is the thought process? On your windshields. Yeah. Yeah. What is Uh, that? I have a question for you because do you think that so I remember going hiking and being up and around the Ben slash sisters area. There's a ton of volcanic rock over there. So like maybe it's just a location or an easy Resource. accessibility. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Like that. I mean, absolutely. That makes sense. It really does. But like, why, why can't they just like crush it a little bit smaller <laughs> or like yeah, I don't something? Know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It absolutely does. But Anyways, I'm just a little salty, no pun intended, but yeah, it's just hard. It's just hard out here. Like, I mean, also not to mention a lot of my friends work at the hospital and um, we just had a lot of accidents. Um, I I went to go see some of my friends at the hospital yesterday and um, yeah, it's just hard when you actually know people who work who work there and have to see all of those accidents day in and day out. Yeah. And um, hear all the stories and it's it's rough, Um, you know? Do you see people in Bend have like cracks and stuff along their windshields more often because of like the road conditions there? That stuff drives me absolutely crazy. Like get your windows like fixed. But also if it happens every other six months, that's gotta be expensive and hard to fix. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I don't notice it that much, m- much less than I would think, honestly. Um, oh, okay. But you know what's crazy is like, do you know how much it is to get your wind? Like, if you don't have a smart windshield, that's different. But you know how everyone has a smart windshield these days with like the the sensors with you know, uh-huh. all the like new technology that we have these days with all of the, um, you know, like the braking and um, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. It's like thousands of dollars to get all that stuff like yeah. recalibrated and everything. Like when I got my windshield recalibrated, I think they told me it was like $1,800 or something crazy. What? Um, thankfully, my it was covered by my insurance because the my crack was like a certain length or whatever the case may be um yeah but yeah because it was like a hazard it was like actually like a visual impairment um and so my insurance covered it but anyways yeah they were just like wow you're very lucky because this is very expensive and I was like uh yeah um but anyways no I can actually just like feel my windshield and I just have like pockets like from where I have like divots in my windshield um anyways yeah it's just wild up in here um, so anyways, I'm just hanging out in my closet and waiting for the sun to melt a little bit of the snow before I take Benny Boy outside. Um, I'm watching a friend's dog right now. And so, yeah, we're going to go romp around in the snow. He does really love the snow. But he's one of those dogs that, like, the snow, like, balls in his little hair, you know? He's a doodle. And so yeah. he gets, like, snowballs all on the underside of his body. Um, and so, like, there's, like, he gets to a certain point where his, like, whole body, like, he can't move his arms anymore because he's just like completely underneath (laughs) it's so funny so yeah we're gonna go romp around in a little bit and just wait for it to melt a tiny tiny bit so we can not have as many snowballs yeah so so fun what are you doing on your sunday is very cool calm and collected we're like doing a roast you know we're not we're just like packing up the house prematurely as we start to think about moving hopefully here in the next few months um yeah it's just kind of low-key I'm gonna get a workout in I haven't really done a lot of my like weightlifting stuff I know we talked about it in the last episode so I want to get like um you know, want a good workout in today, but honestly, like I need to get inspiration. I need to feel like I'm ready to get like excited to work out again, because honestly it's just cold and I'm tired and I'm like day 18 of my whole 30. So my energy levels are a little low. Um, but yeah, if I can get a good workout in, I think that'll just like set my week. Right. So yeah, it's very cool. Common collected here. I think we're going to watch a movie later. We Mm. watched a ton of different movies, um, this last week too, because we've just been like, kind of we've just been on the go lately um so we had like a little movie night the other night uh but we're gonna watch a movie again I really want to watch the Napoleon movie like I'm oh I heard it was good like kind of dark yeah but good I'm so so on Joaquin Phoenix like I Ooh, I like him for him yeah um that's but fair. I don't know how I feel about him as an actor. So we'll see. I don't know. I liked the Joker movie. I like some of his other stuff. I liked what he did in, um, what was that, Vice or Unjust? I don't know. They did like a David Foster Wallace interpretation mm. with Reese Witherspoon, and that was a good movie. Anyway, um, so yeah, I think I'm going to watch that maybe. Although it's $20 to freaking rent, which I also think is kind of a like ridiculous uh, so yeah but if you were going to the movie theater just think about that like you'd be spending way more money than that yeah for you and it's also a good deal if we're just like doing it at home anyways but it's also like 20 bucks just to rent a movie for I think it's like a three-hour movie though so anyway um, I didn't know what else was 
available. I just don't think that there's like any exciting movies. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. And I would love to have some listener come and tell me like, go watch this movie or whatever. But like a lot of the new like blockbustery exciting stuff just doesn't seem like it's a big deal. Like ever since Oppenheimer and Barbie, I just haven't had a big release. You know? Yeah, I mean, because the writer's strike was so long, I think mm. there hasn't really been anything. There was like a big lull. So there hasn't really been anything yeah. for a long time since then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, anyway. Good. But I did well, hear that it was decent. But I would. Uh, yeah. So I'm very I'll interested. Let you know. to, yeah. Keep me updated. Oh, yeah, for I'll, come, sure. I'll come back to you and give you an update. But uh, should we let the listener know what we're talking about today? Well, yeah, we're kind of just doing like a hodgepodge. I happen <laughs> I mean honestly there I've been like laying pretty low lately I've been really trying to save money I've been just like really so hunkering down on um staying in bend I've really been trying to um really dig into my word for 2024 was like be present um I don't really believe in like you know, New Year's resolutions or anything, but like, I really wanted to like become, uh, like better friends with people in Bend and like, you know, just like make more connections and just like be here because I know that like 2023 was like, I really tried to like do that and I just really failed at it. Um, and so I was like, I really need to like make, be more intentional about my time. And also just like, I really, love making plans. I love doing things. You know, I like I'm on the go all the time. And like, even when I made my word for 2024, be more present, I still, my schedule's crazy. And, um, and so I'm really trying to lean into just like being chill and whatever, because even, um, I think I told you guys what we're going, I'm going to Ireland with my family in March. And So once we go to Ireland, pretty much after that is like pretty much go time all the way Mm -hmm. through summer. And so I am like (laughs) really excited about that, but also, and so I'm like really trying to like lean into just having like chill time now and just like being intentional now. Um, And so anyways, I have been really into the TikTok lately. Um, And so as Kayfler can attest, I've just been like really like watching TV. I have been reading a lot of books. I have been like hanging out with friends. I have been, you know, just like really leaning into Ben's life. And so I have a lot of things. I have a lot of updates, just like things to come for 2024. I've had a lot of like reading time. I've had a lot of TV time. I've had a lot of movie time. Um, So we kind of just like want to talk a little bit about like, um, things that we that are coming in 2024 and um just like feelings thoughts like pop culture stuff that we like wanted to discuss and um yeah getting into it get ready people here is the tea that you have been asking for and waiting for let's kick it off Kel here we go I'm excited okay first and (laughs) foremost because we all know how I feel about her but somehow I got onto Okay, somehow, let's talk about it. <laughs> because 99% of the time I am on the side of TikTok that is pro Taylor Swift, right? And so like I'm just like, ugh, like I don't know. And so it's just hard for me to just I mean, I watch it because I'm I am trying to like understand how people are so in on a person that I yeah. just really am not understanding. You know what I mean? Like I want to I want to understand like, what's it. the hype. 
Yeah. What, what is it? What do they love about her? What is this tribe that like is so in on her that they will yeah. later, that they cry, that they will buy yeah. anything that she does, that they are like so, so in that they like watch football now because she's dating a football player. Like, are you kidding me? So anyways, um, but I found myself on this side of TikTok of like anti Taylor Swift and it is fascinating. Like, um, I think, I think there is like a little bit of like, um, I mean, obviously we like not, I didn't watch the Super Bowl, but like I saw a lot of stuff about the Super Bowl. (laughs) Um, but like there, obviously a lot of people had feelings about how she brought obviously like a lot of um, influence to like the Kansas city chiefs and whatever. Um, and how like, that's not what football's supposed to be about, like blah, blah, blah. Then there was a bunch of conspiracy theories about how, like if the Kansas city chiefs won, there was like going to be some, um, like, what do you call it? Oh my gosh. Some sort of like endorsement, no endorsement for Biden to become president in 2024. Like, crazy things like that um and so like she was going to endorse biden um on behalf of the kansas city chiefs anyways so there's like all these like crazy things um i'm sorry i'm not like making a lot of sense but anyways so basically what was being said was just that um when i got onto like the opposite side of um loving taylor swift to talk was just basically people saying like she's a billionaire like do people really like billionaires? Like billionaires are not good people. Um, yeah. There was like, there was like this huge thing about how she was suing a, a young boy who talked about how she has like the highest carbon emission rates in the entire, on the entire planet. She flew 13 miles in an airplane because it was unsafe. I'm doing air quotes um, for her to travel in a in a car because of fans. Um, she is just like a very, she's obviously very entitled. Um, she does like all these things because like she's unsafe because of fans and, and all of these things like that. Like she travels more than any person in the world. Like she has security. She has all these people who like she employs. Yes. But also she does all these things that she can because of her money and all of these other things. And, like just like entitlement and and things like that. And so I just think it's so fascinating like the people who obviously I haven't watched the video in in a little while, but um because I was watching it like 2 weeks ago, but there was just like video after video about people being like are you shocked that she's not like a good person? Like money does go to your head. Like no one likes Jeff yeah. Bezos. No one likes like all of these people who like we all like hold Taylor Swift to such a high standard, but like it's just interesting that like people are actually like, no, Taylor Swift is not a great person. Like, and also yeah. it's just interesting. Like she like, um, she sued Olivia Rodrigo because she had like a similar sounding song when like Olivia Rodrigo was like not a, a large name, um, on like her first album and whatever. And when like Taylor Swift could have done fine without having an additional single, like she is, I don't know, just like interesting things like that, where she just like attacks people. Um, Obviously, everyone like freaked out when she attacked Scooter Braun and whatever, because he was like trying to steal her music. And that was like a huge deal because that was like basically all of her, her 
um, music from like the beginning of time. But anyways, um, so yeah, it was just like so many different like instances and people were just like theming thing after thing after thing. And so if you're ever interested, if you're ever not like wanting to feel like a Swifty for a day, just like look up one thing and you'll just be like, wow. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Yeah. I would definitely say that there is credence to having a healthy sense of criticism to somebody at that level, right? If you're a billionaire and if you're a social character, if you're whoever, uh, a healthy sense of criticism when it comes to like what they spend their money on. And, you know, I don't love the idea of idolizing somebody from the sake that they're famous. So they must be a good person. Like I take a big issue with that. Um, at the same time, like I enjoy her music. I have not, I was not a part of the generation that was so desperate for a Taylor Swift person that like, I just enjoy her music. I don't know if I would go out of my, like, I didn't buy era's tickets. I don't quote her on a daily basis. I didn't even watch the documentary. One thing I will say of all of the publicity that comes out about Taylor Swift tends to be very negative or very positive. There's no like middle ground, which Mm. I find very interesting so like all of and the documentaries that she's put out post her tours and like a lot of what the narratives surround her from a positive light are generated and fed from her PR machine so like she owns the narrative around the positivity or positivity excuse me those stories and then you have this other group of people who you know uh, I know Fox News doesn't like her I know that a lot of people on that side of the spectrum don't like her for a variety of reasons. But I, if you think of a, like a, as a reasonable human being, having some criticism or having a healthy dose of realism when you're talking about somebody at that level who doesn't really make some good choices about the climate and how they operate and how they treat people, um, you know, they're probably not a good person. And I think there's a world where that is totally fine. Like that she may not be the best person on the planet. She's still a very successful artist. She's still, you know, a person who deserves respect at the same time. She does have a lot more to be accountable for based on her entitlement and her money. And, you know, the message that she gives to very impressionable fans of a very young age for a really long time now, who are basically the next generation who, you know, idolize somebody that maybe doesn't have a realistic view of the universe and how the world should work. So I don't know. I have a lot of um, mixed feelings when it comes to Taylor Swift at the same time. Like I love her music. I enjoy it. I work out to it. She's awesome. I think there are some things that we can take away from this group of people that she's working like her and Blake Lively and Beyonce and, you know, all of her like gang of people are very much um, instead of tearing each other down, like they did when we were, you know, 20, 25, 18, everybody Mm. hated everybody. It was very much like a turf war, but now they're coming together and like, we should support each other. And like, I can get behind that message instead of it being so vindictive in fostering this like hateful cycle of people hating on women because the world hates women. Like that is a fact. The world hates women. So I don't know. I kind of appreciate some of the work that she's doing. I do. At the same time, like, not surprising that she makes choices that aren't the best because she can, because she has the money to do so and the entitlement, you know? Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Real deep into our (laughs) T-Swift. I know. I'm sorry. I just think it's fascinating. Like, yeah. Also, I, I listened to a podcast on this, but like just 
the suing culture in the United States is fascinating. If you ever want to look into that, I like no other country in the world sues people the way that people do in the United States. And so I just think that's fascinating in itself. But like this young boy just like looking up carbon emissions facts, just straight facts and like having no stake in the game whatsoever and just like posting the literal facts of her carbon emissions on the internet that anyone in the whole entire world could look up and post anywhere that's that anyone can see and her suing him over that Mm -hmm. I don't know is so crazy to me I'm just like that poor little boy like anyways just things like that I'm just like you are a literal monster but anyways um okay The next thing I wanted to talk about uh, was uh, on Monday, I went to a book club and um, I am currently in a book club and we read a book (laughs) called The Lessons in Chemistry. And I mean, I read it like in 2022, I think. And so it was a while. What? Yeah, we read Lessons in Chemistry last year. Like in was it last year? Uh, September. Yeah, absolutely. Because I read it before the Apple TV came out and then I told you about it and you read it. Yeah, it was last year for sure. Nope. I read it um, the year. <laughs> no. I, I read it the year that I read it in May, the month that Sam got married. She got married in oh. May 20, 2022. Yeah. Maybe I read it last year. We talked about it. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's the only reason why I remember when I read it was because I'm because one of Sam's really good friends brought it to Sam's wedding and um, yeah. And then Sam gave it to me after. So anyways, um, but then yeah, the Apple, so that's what I was going to bring up was the first thing I wanted to talk about was the Apple TV show. It came out last fall. And, um, and so we were just talking about it and I haven't finished the whole thing, but like, um, cause I don't have Apple TV, but I've been watching it with my friend Kayla and, um, it's like not very, very well done in my opinion. It's like not, I mean, Brie Larson is really beautiful. That's not how I would describe Elizabeth, but I think just like her mannerisms and everything I think are pretty spot on. Um, I think she's like pretty awkward and like everything of how I would have described Elizabeth. Like, what are your thoughts? Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, Brie Larson is so thin. Like, I, yeah. I just watched, right? Like, I just watched The Marbles, too, just this last week, at, like, the second time. But, like, I can't get over the fact that she doesn't look like a superhero. And she doesn't look like a woman in the, the 50s or 40s, whatever. I don't know. I No, don't she does look that. like a woman in the 50s. They, like, were so small. They weren't allowed to I have any meat on their bodies. I don't know if Brie Larson was the best casting choice for that, if I'm honest with you. But I mean, I I think she was too pretty. I I think she was too pretty for the character, for sure. But um, I think she did a good job overall. Like, better than I thought when I knew that it was Brie Larson. I was like, hmm. But I think she did better than I, like, thought she was going to. But Calvin was definitely... (gasps) I loved Calvin. I loved him. Oh, really? I still think he was cuter than he should have been, though. He was supposed to be weird. Weird, yeah. weird. I don't know. They were spoke. They were both supposed to be like really bookish, is how they described them. So that did not. Yeah, lead to me thinking that they were like Hollywood people, but at the same time, as they're starting to like date, everybody's all like, "Oh, they're so beautiful together in the cafeteria that they just ignore everyone because they're snobby and pretty people," you know. So I guess I that's true. See that. 
And then also the fact that 6.30 was a doodle. Like, he was supposed to be a mangy mutt. Like, that was annoying. Yeah. But I haven't finished it yet, so don't tell me. And the fact that they hit him with a bus in the TV show instead of you falling (gasps) and hitting his head, I was just like, are you joking me right now? Exactly. Um, That's as far as as I've gotten. But anyways. Uh, Spoiler alert. (laughs) uh, Yep. Anyways. Um, so yeah, uh, highly recommend lessons in chemistry is a very, very, I think it's a very well written book. Um, it's a nice, it's a good story. I think in the book, the, well, in the movie, they made the race neighborhood against the city and like the women, uh, what is the word? The, uh, sexism, they made that not as, I mean, in the in the mo- in the series on Apple TV, they made the neighborhood fight and the racism within the local community so much bigger than it was in the book. But in the yeah. book, there was so much more sexism that I just don't think we got in the TV series. Yeah, agreed. We were about? talking about that last night too. So one of the like main friend um, dynamics in the book, they made different races as opposed to mm-hmm. them just being a friend dynamic. Um, which I did think was a very interesting, obviously just like a very Hollywood way to do it. Um, so yeah, that was interesting as well. Just like, so interesting how they try to make TV shows something completely different. Um, also I think it's interesting when like the author is involved in making the TV show and it's still completely different. I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) Like Uh the book was great. I mean, also coming from the book club, I think it was really interesting too, because I hadn't watched the TV show yet and hearing all of their views also was kind of interesting because it kind of made me have a lot of opinions about the TV show already. But, um, they also were saying that like some people after, cause I really liked the book and I read it a long time ago, obviously, but like, I really, really liked it. And then coming from the book club, people were like, the book was actually really slow, but like a very important, like the, the character building was really good. And the characters were really strong and like a very important storyline, but like the actual book content was pretty slow. And I was like, Oh, I guess that's kind of true. Yeah, I get that. But Sorry, go ahead. No, that was it. I mean, basically, like, I think Lessons in Chemistry is a very good book for everyone to read. Just, like, as a woman, it's about a woman scientist, chemist, basically, um, in the 50s. And so, um, and, like, how she just, like, goes about trying to be a chemist. So, yeah, I think it's a very important story and important read. Um, But I also, in the book, the character development is so much more rich because you have point of views from various people, right? It's not just her point of view. You have, you know, Calvin's point of view. You have her daughter's point of view. You have the dog has a point of view, you know, like I, Mm -hmm. and you didn't get that in the series. Like the daughter has some scenes and she gets some development, which is great. But like a lot of the mystery is lost in the series because it just kind of comes together at the end. Whereas in the book, the little girl is like a detective, you know, she has help finding her biological father and then the dog is uh very it's vocal about his concern with elizabeth in particular because she doesn't eat very well well, she eats but she doesn't eat much you know um and like he's concerned about the daughter he's concerned about the neighborhood and he feels guilty and remorse about what happened with calvin so like i think that was an opportunity that they did not take advantage of. And the dog's voice in the series, whoever. Oh, my them, God. 
it drove me crazy. It was Awful. so cringe. I know. I told was, Kayla that last night. I was like, I hate his voice so much. This is not right. This is not right. I think it's the guy <laughs> from The Office. I don't know who it I is. Remember his? What's his name? Ugh. I don't remember. Ryan. Oh my god. And I like that character. Like I love him. He's awesome. And I love him in The Office. He's so funny. But I don't remember his Ryan. I'll I'll find it. I'll come back. Anyways, Let's um, but yeah, on. but in the book, the dog also has like way bigger character, and in the TV show, the dog is like way less of a character. So, anyways, um. 630 is the dog's name and so yeah it's just upsetting that the dog has like way less of a character in, in the tv show anyways totally. we need to keep moving we have a lot to talk about so the next thing that i wanted to talk about is um these are all i i saw like a whole thing on like uh next parts that are coming out for for movies um oh. and they're all like kind of shocking um so then the first one is Inside Out 2. Thoughts. Did you like the first one? I did. I You did like the first one? Good. I don't think I liked it. I didn't. I don't know. I was like, whatever. I don't really care oh, if there's I a like, second one. I'm biased because they go to San Francisco and I love San Francisco and literally anything. Mm, so mm-hmm. I'm biased. But I also thought it was really sweet to give kids the idea that like you have competing emotions and like they're it's difficult to deal with. So like I kind of got That's that true. concept and I, I kind of appreciated that. But I have heard some shenanigans about Inside Out 2. Like what do you mean? Like it's going to be bad because it's different or like some... I don't know. People aren't super stoked about the Inside Out 2. Oh, like, because there's a new emotion, isn't there? Yeah. That's okay. what I'm hearing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what I saw, too, but I, I don't remember what the new emotion even is. I can't remember. But. And it could be that, like, I don't know, the old white people who run the country are mad because it's a new dynamic feeling, you know? And they're, Oh, because like, it's depression, it. isn't it? Something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited. I will absolutely watch it. I'm a huge uh, Amy Poehler fan. So like anything yeah. she does, I will literally digest. She did this cute little like making show or whatever with uh, that guy who I love also. So yeah, anything Amy Poehler does, I will watch and yeah. multiple times because I love her. Nice. Okay. The next one is Moana 2, which is very <gasps> controversial. Did Yeah. Did you, you didn't hear this one? So backstory not. on this one is so apparently they were drama llama they were making a moana tv show on DV, disney plus and apparently um bob Iger was just like they were kind of having a hard time making the tv show and bob Iger just one day was like if you don't know who bob Iger is he is the head of all of disney and he just was like nope we're scratching this we're turning all of this into moana too so basically they had to take everything that they have currently and turn it into a a movie and so if you don't know anything about animation that is extremely difficult to do um and so they're basically taking all their ideas that they currently have and having to turn all of that into a movie in nine months it's coming out in november so it's going to be basically a terrible movie so they're not set up for success so just wait for that that's going to be great um but you know there's so many moana diehards like all the little kids are going to love it so even if it's bad it's still going to be great um i'm really curious if Lin-Manuel Miranda is going to do all the music. We'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, Moana 2 coming out in November. So we'll see see what the storyline is and everything. But, yeah, I'm very curious to see how that will watch, go. Like Frozen 2. Did you watch that? I didn't. No. 
It's oh, actually, no, I think I did. I think I did. It's not as good as Frozen 1, right? Obviously. But they have one or two good songs in the second movie that yeah. is okay. I kind of have a feeling that Moana is probably going to be the same. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I liked Moana. I thought it was a really cute story. It's so beautifully done. Um, the music, But it had so crazy. much hype. Yeah. It had, it had so much hype. The a little kid hype. not great right like i don't know about i don't I hate, it's don't not like little mermaid grape it, it's not little it's mermaid not grape. little mermaid you know what i mean no for sure yeah yeah and i don't want to hate on lin manuel man whatever like i think he's fabulous i'm sure he's living his best life he doesn't care what i think but like i'm over it i don't need somebody rapping i it's like that weird uh two-time kind of music that i'm just i'm over it i don't i don't thank think you I am in agreement. I did not like, uh, what was the new movie he just came out with? Not Coco. I love Coco. Um, what was the stupid one with the little girl with the, what was that movie? The Wish? No, no, no. No. I don't know. The one that everyone loved with the stupid, uh, girl, but she had like magic powers and everyone was obsessed with it. Oh, um, Encanto. What was that movie? That was the stupidest movie and everyone was obsessed with it. That was a dumb-ass movie. I hated I, it. The I dumbest it dumb. Disney movie. Well, like, the animation was really beautiful. And, like, uh, the storyline was okay. But the songs and the characters themselves literally drove me. I had to stop it. I vaguely remember, because I don't go to the movies. I watched it here at the house. I, like, stopped it. And I was like, what the hell am I watching? This is terrible. So, yeah, I don't, I'm over it. I think that they need to find a new person to bring back some of the like classic feelings of emotions because when you listen to Moana or you listen to Encanto like I don't get that I'm gonna cry right now because the music is so beautiful moment which I want from a Disney movie like that's the whole point of watching Disney is the music and like getting you to the point where you're like okay oh my god everything is terrible but this song is so beautiful I'm gonna cry you know yeah I do think he is like a a really musical genius, but I don't think that that's the vibe anymore. Totally. Like I think it's like for a yeah. time and a place, but I yeah, I don't think it's every single movie. You know what I mean? Every like, single Disney movie. Yeah. We yeah. Can move on. We're done from this uh-huh. decade. We're done. Yeah. But you're gonna Agreed. die. You're gonna die. They're making because everything is Frozen Three. They're <sighs> making a Frozen Three. Yeah. Of course they Isn't are. That it's such a crazy? cash cow. That's not surprising it is. at all. But oh my God. Ugh. I know. I don't know if they're doing like original cast. Like if they're doing um, Kristen and oh, what's his name? What's the like fat guy? Idina the Menzel. Olaf. Oh. Idina uh, and. Uh, what's shoot, his Josh. Name? His name's Josh, Josh something. Something. Yeah. I was going to call him yeah. Zach, but yeah, Josh is right. I do like um, him. He's I don't know if they're doing all the original cast or anything. I didn't get like too many details, but it's probably yeah. them because Disney has so much money. They can throw it at those people so that they come back and do that. And those, it's a cash cow. Like, of course, Kristen Bell's going to be in it. She's going to get a huge fat check from it and it's going to be terrible, but okay. Yeah, I know. Storyline. How could they, where could they go with a storyline is my question. Like there's, they already did everything. There's no way. Maybe they'll do I, another crossover. Like they'll bring Tangle back in. Like once Marvel came out with this whole dimensional bullshit, oh, you know, whatever. True. Like maybe they'll do something like that because it seems like every single big blast- blockbuster thing has had that. It's so I mean, annoying. Disney is drowning. It. They're literally drowning. Like once they came out yeah. with Elemental, even though I heard I haven't actually watched Elemental, but I heard Elemental was pretty cute. But like it's Elemental, are you kidding? Like you're coming with yeah. the elements now. You're going for the elements. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> let's let's yeah, be there's real. There's just not a whole lot of like 
unique creativity that's coming out of Disney lately in the last 10 to 15 years. It's so sad. Other than like buying a bunch of IP and then smashing it together. And then like, I don't know, like Star Wars, they keep coming out with the same stupid stuff. And then like, yeah, they have the same stupid stuff. And then these Disney kid movies are like the same Disney prince or princess doing the same stupid thing. I'm oh yeah, I'm just kind of annoyed with it, honestly. Let's just do a sequel of every single thing we've already done. Speaking of, you guess know. what's next? Guess what's next? What's Pirates next? of the Caribbean six. Can you thinking. believe it? Don't you want to die? That is that's atrocious. That is atrocious. <laughs> Like, the who watched Pirates of the Caribbean 5? I didn't even know there was 5. I didn't know. Didn't even know. Didn't care. <laughs> didn't even know. Didn't even know. Like, what? Is Are you still getting, like, royalties from that, too? Or is he just, like, not even in these movies, but he gets have, a back check because... I have I no know. idea. I didn't know there was anything didn't past get, 3. Like, producer I credit or whatever. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have no freaking clue. I have no clue. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, it feels like the same movies that are in the theaters now were in the theaters when I graduated high school. And that was I like know. over 20 years ago. I mean, yeah. not over 20 years ago. I'm not that old. But maybe. I don't know. Like, where are the cool new stuff that I want? Like, Everything Everywhere All at Once was really interesting. But it was the same dimensional, like, mm. old same narrative that they've been hounding on forever i don't know i I honestly to tell you the truth i have no idea what that movie was about i was so confused the whole time all i saw was those weird fingers i don't know those kind of weird fingers in the eyeballs (laughs) yeah it was very strange and it was way too long for me yeah i did not understand no no no. wait the caribbean six this is the world that we live in now where there are six stupid movies about stupid pirates Oh my god! I know. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait for the last one. It gets worse. Listen, listen. listen. Okay, hold on. Can you can you guess? Wait, can you guess what the last sequel is? Can you guess? Okay, let me think. Try to think of it. Terrible series. Is it a Marvel? Is it a superhero thing? It's not a Marvel. No. no. Okay. Think of it. I don't know. Is it an animation like Mm -hmm. a classic animation that they won't let go? Mm -hmm. Okay. Is it Mm -hmm. one that I liked or like one of the old movies that I didn't really care for? I think it's one that you liked. I'm hoping that it's okay. one that you liked. Is it is The a... Lion King? No. Okay, good. Leave The Lion King alone, everybody. Just yeah, watch the one real. movie. Don't even watch the second movie. Just the for one real. movie. Leave it alone. And even the live action Lion King, don't watch that. It was it was weird. I know. Why did they try know. to do all the live actions too? Oh my God. I forgot about that. That was John Jesus. Favreau. We have him to blame for a lot of that crap. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay, I have no idea. A dinosaur. You could do it. You could do it. No, you could do it. I believe in you. What is, is it? Animation. The little mer- is it the Little Mermaid? Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, Tangled. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I've given it my best shot. <laughs> okay, okay, you did. You did pretty good. You did pretty good. It is Toy Story Five. No, Toy Story. Come on. Isn't that crazy? Toy Story 5 Five. people. What in the world? They should have stopped after three. Like, are you Dude, kidding? They should have stopped after one. The one is I a mean, good enough story. Like, you don't have to add to it. Yeah. Okay. To be honest, I've never seen two or four, but three is pretty good. But yeah, two was not good. Four, I never saw, so I can't comment on it. But, like, three is pretty good. Three is pretty good. But apparently five is going to be about how Andy has a kid and he wants (gasps) Woody 
to give Woody to his kid. So it might be kind of cute, yeah. but I don't know. But five? Are you joking me? Like, that's a lot. Come on. I can, again, it's a cash cow. So, like, they're just sucking I know. the souls out of yeah, they're charging you for your like nostalgia. So like that totally. stuff really drives me freaking crazy. But I think it's sweet to follow this particular kid and see him grow up and then now have a family of his own and then give his mm-hmm. childhood toys to his child. Like that is very human and very sweet. Um, I just wish that they weren't charging me for it, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Those are all the sequels that I wrote down. But wow. isn't that wild? That is, I don't know. I was just like, I was shooketh. I was like watching this TikTok video and I was just like, I can't. I literally have to write all of these down because I am freaking out. Like I have to tell Kayfler ASAP. I didn't even send you the TikTok because I was like, <laughs> I have to like tell her about this via a podcast because Process I'm your mad. emotions live with me. I love it. I'm very angry. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so there's like literally no new movies that like new storylines or new characters or like unique things coming out well i have one more that was that's like kind of disney related but it's again not a new storyline but guess what they're remaking that is kind of upsetting but like might be kind of cool they're remaking the wizard of oz oh how do you feel about that and it's going to come out this fall. Warner Brothers is making it. And it's obviously going to be in color. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's going to be, it looks like kind of neat. Um, It's going to be confusing because, well, not confusing. That's not the right word to use. But, like, you know, in the original, like, they had um, they had small people in it. Um, and so I'm, like, very curious how they're just going to, like, play out the whole thing. They had, like, humans as the monkeys, you know? Like, there's a lot of questions yeah. that I have how they're going to, like, actually, like, make the the full, the full I'm thing. I'm a little worried. Yeah. I'm worried, if I'm honest with you, about the CGI aspects of yeah, totally. such a classic, iconic movie. Like, I don't know. I... It, my brain tells me, leave it alone. Like, just don't yeah. insult Judy. You know, don't insult. That's what I was trying to remember just now as you were talking. I was like, I can't remember who um, Dorothy is. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember her being someone that I recognized. Oh, my God. Um, what is her name? Liza, not Liza Minnelli. It's her mom. And her mom's name is. Oh, my God. Don't ask That's embarrassing. We should like <laughs> I'm going to look it up immediately because that's really embarrassing. Um, But yeah, so very curious to see how that will play out because, yeah, I feel like Judy it's going to be. Oh, yeah. I had her yep, first yep. name right. Judy Garland. Hello. I'm sure that the listener is like screaming at us right now. Yeah. Mom is <laughs> so mad. Um, yeah. The I feel like it's either going to be really, really good or it's going to be so bad and it's going to be really embarrassing. You know what I mean? Did you watch so. the newest Wonka movie? Like. Did you? No, but I heard it was actually really good. Okay. I haven't seen it either. And so like, I want to hold out my expectations for that is like, maybe they did it okay, but I'm a little worried about, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. The Wizard of Oz is so iconic. Like just again, like leave it alone. It's such a classic. Why would you want to go and redo it for a new generation? Who's not going to appreciate the original movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. So um, more TBD. We'll find out a little bit more, hopefully, when it comes out, uh, or just like when more info comes out about it. I only saw like a few snippets of it, obviously, because like they haven't yeah. released a trailer or anything yet. Um, and so I'm really unsure of how it will actually like 
like come out and play out and everything. But yeah, that will be very interesting. Yeah. Maybe we should do some more research on like indie companies that are coming out with different types of movies because these big blockbuster, blockbustery, like Warner Brothers or Disney or whatever is just really setting the bar very low. Uh, I know that they're all like cash cows and they're making a bunch of money, but like uh, it's not really contributing anything to the conversation about culture. It's just regurgitating culture for the past 25 or 30 years. So like, let's bridge the gap somewhere and start a fresh new conversation somewhere. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I was just shocked at all of like the remake stuff. And so I really just wanted to like shed a light on like, wow, we really just like, maybe all the remake stuff was because we were like in a, um a stalemate for so long the writer's strike I don't know if that was like an exception to the rule or something I I don't know that much about the writer's strike um rules or anything but yeah it was very curious about how like they literally can't do anything new I was like this is upsetting like uh anyway um the the other the last thing that I like wrote down of just like what I wanted to talk about was um as far as like thing that I like watched um, and then I have a few things that I like want to watch. Um, the Beckham documentary series. It's only like a four part documentary on Netflix. Did you watch it? I did not, but <gasps> I'm annoyed at Victoria Beckham and Beckham in general. So Oh, you I, are. Why are you annoyed by them? Um, just like in general, in life you are? Just in general. Yeah. Oh. She's not my favorite Spice Girl. He's kind of a dick okay um, interesting and interesting. their lifestyle is very much like what laguna beach was to me when i was in high school like i it's just it's all the same entitled people bitching about being entitled i don't know I, that's okay kind of how I felt about it. am i wrong interesting Should, do i need I to mean, go watch it is it i i so like i remember them like so if you don't know that much about it. So the, the show came out in October and I had okay. heard about it, but like I was on a Netflix strike because I hate Netflix with a fiery passion and yeah. they locked me out for forever and I still hate them, but whatever. I had to go watch it because um, I just kept hearing about how good it was. So anyways, and it was, I like I said, I've been stuck in this house for months, it feels like. Anyways, um, and so I watched it. I just like binge watched it one day and it's only four episodes and um, I remember them. Like, obviously I was a Spice Girly. I love yeah. the Spice Girls. Again, really? Posh yeah. was not my favorite. I yeah. did not even care about her. I thought she, yeah, she looked like a bitch. She smelled like a bitch. She was a bitch, like whatever. <laughs> um, she... <laughs> She was, I was like, yeah, she was probably my least favorite of all of them. Um, I remember seeing the tabloids of them and they looked stupid. They looked dumb, like whatever. It was the nineties. Um, yeah, they they looked, they looked ridiculous. Yeah. Watching the documentary. I don't care about football. I don't care about, yeah, them. I didn't care about their family. I didn't care about Manchester United. I didn't care about any of it. When I tell you the chokehold that that TV show had on me, it was unreal. I am obsessed with them. I love them so much. It is unfathomable. Like I, my face. I'm gonna cry. Like thinking about it right now. This is I know. 
I know it sounds absolutely insane. Like I'm going to cry just like talking about it, like how much I love them. Like it's so weird. Like (laughs) I don't know why. Like it's so strange. Like thinking about like when he finally retired, like hopefully that's not a spoiler because like we all know he's like in his 40s now. He's been retired for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. So like when he retired, the amount of tears that I cried was insane. Like I feel, I feel insane. Like. He is so incredible. Like the way that he like carried himself. Kayfler, if you hate him, you have to watch the documentary because you will have mm. such a different feeling about him. The how strong and like how much the world hated him and how strong he was and how like he held himself to such a higher standard and how he like went through so many crazy things and he still like came out on top is so crazy like you have to watch it because yeah it is wild like he was came from nothing obviously like as most people do and like he um had so much obviously had like he was hot so like all the tabloids were like about him and like posh and whatever and like all that crazy stuff but like he the the like hype around him and everything and like how many of the tabloids were like talking about him all the time and like um I don't know he it's I yeah. can't even like the describe it system is a different level of hate that like I don't wish on my worst enemy honestly like if just the fact that he had to go through that machine is brutal at the same mm-hmm. time like I wanna I will watch it I will also like be skeptical who produced this. What kind of light are they putting them in? What storylines are they telling and how deep are those storylines? Because a lot of shit went down with Posh and her career and then suing for blah, blah, blah. And then when Beckham, when retired and then they like, yeah, I remember very vividly. I remember being upset that he retired, upset that he decided to do it because he went to LA first and then he retired, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. So they talk about all that and how he was shitty. They, they talk about all that stuff. I, yeah, I promise you they do not paint him in a good light. Like in some parts, like they, they talk about how he was not good on the LA galaxy, how he was shitty to them and how they, and how there was like bad tabloids about him about that. And then he, um, they talk about how, because uh, like there was a part where he was in the World Cup and how he mm-hmm. got a red card and the whole yep. entire world hated him and he still went to practice and how the coach exiled him and he still went to practice. Like it's yep. crazy how yeah, much everyone hated him and he still like held his head high and he still did what he was supposed to do. Like I, I like I agree with you that like, yes, probably the the documentary was produced by someone who was on his side but they did show how he was like how he was shitty sometimes and they did show how he did fuck up and whatever and it still he still like took full like part in like how he messed up yeah for okay. sure. All right. Well, I will watch it and I will come back to the listener with a heavy dose of criticism, but okay. I'll give it a go and try to keep my mind as open as possible. But yes, yeah, I need because- to remember that because I paid attention to soccer, you know, football in whatever. Anyway, we don't have to go into it, but I do remember very vividly that point in time where everybody was like, we hate David Beckham because mm. of these reasons. Mm-hmm. But um, also Posh is kind of like, she's boring. 
and then she went into fashion and she's been doing some really interesting things in fashion. Um, at the same time, she's not the person I think we should look up to when it comes to her fashion choices because of the ramifications with the materials and the manufacturing and the shipping that she uses and she chooses to do. Sure. So, I mean, anyway. yeah, I think it's so fascinating. Like just the fact that they wore purple suits to their wedding, both yeah, of them, exactly. like disgusting hilarious and disgusting at the same time like so funny um but yeah I think like just watching how yeah just obviously watching the whole progression of and also the fact that like I think he was like 22 when they had their first kid Brooklyn yeah Um, that would have been so hard and he was just getting to be like really really good at football you know like or really uh, famous on Manchester United. And so, yeah, just watching that and like the progression with um, his coach on Manchester United. And then, yeah. oh my God, it is just Can you imagine the being craziest ride. The and like, mm. yeah, that's so crazy. I mean, it would be helpful if we had millions and millions of dollars, I'm sure. But 22 and a baby. Wow. Props to I you mean, guys out there who are doing it, you know? Yeah, that's crazy too. But I mean, they didn't even make that much money. Like, the thing is that they didn't make that much money in the British. Yeah. Anyways, you'll learn. You'll learn, Cave. Yeah, they don't make I'll that much why. money in the in like European football. That you make that much money in like um endorsement deals. He like signed in for Calvin right. Klein when he was like twenty or nineteen or something like that. So he had money, and I'm pretty sure his parents come from money, if I'm not mistaken. I definitely know hers does. Like she is from that side of London. But oh. anyway, we can. That makes we'll more sense because there was parts of like where I'm still like, I don't get why you guys had money. It made yeah, no sense. Her parents definitely had money. She comes from money. I'm pretty sure he, his parents do because like he had been playing No, he football. definitely didn't have money. He, he didn't? I mean, yeah, he, he definitely didn't come from money. No, 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 no. But he was playing Not football the level from a very did. young age. Yeah. But to no. be able to play football and stuff like that, like he had to have access to it. He didn't come from the slums. Like a I mean, middle not class the slums. Yeah, middle class, maybe. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll watch it and I'll do a little bit more research and we'll come back to it. But this is a long episode. Should we skip gratitudes and grievances today? Yeah. Um, anyways, yes. Yeah. I just I don't care what you say, Kayfler. I'm still obsessed with them. But anyways, okay. yeah. <laughs> um the amount of love that I have for them and just the like um like the OCD that he has is on the same level as me, which is very yeah. fun. So <laughs> very fun every yeah. single day, every hour. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, wait, Kate, what TV shows are you watching? Do you want to just name a few? Um, the I want to name just one, um, maybe two. So I watched the series Hawkeye. It's an older series on Disney Plus, but I think it's really. I just like complained about this, so excuse me. But like they brought in so many new characters we went on like a weird marvel stretch there so we watched the hawkeye series with uh, wait Haley like Seinfeld. h-o-t-g-y or h-a-w-e-y-e-a-w-k-e-i-e-y-e like the jeremy renner character from the marvel or the avengers like he is this is his tv series with a new baby hawkeye girl or whatever like his little predecessor who is mm. Haley steinfield or seinfeld whatever her name is um also she's like she's working that's great she's a great actress 
but she is so different than what I remember her in Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Wait, sorry. Can I do like a tiny little sidebar? This is a really funny scenario because this one time, Melissa, do you remember Melissa? She's from Melissa. um, Oh, yes. Yes, I don't want to say her last name. Love her. Yeah, yeah. I don't either. I almost did too. (laughs) She's a PA. Uh, Yeah. But she is from Iowa. And so the Iowa football team is the Hawkeyes. And I always thought she was saying H-O-T-G-U-Y. And I was like, wow, they named their football team like Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes. (laughs) Yeah. I was just like, all right. They're just like naming it what it is. You know what I mean? Just like, damn. And so like, I got it. Yeah, and, and so I always thought, like, I was like, oh, like, Melissa, you're so funny. You just, like, always love your Hawkeyes. You know what I mean? Just like, huh, like, la, la, la. Anyways, so, like, when oh you God. just said the Hawkeyes, I was just like, okay, K-Fire, like, Hawkeyes. <laughs> Anyways, that's why I had oh to confirm God. what you were actually talking about. And, like, literally, literally just head, happened Kelly. again. You're killing me. <laughs> I'm oh sorry. Hawk. Hawk like the bird. Hawk and then your eyeball. Hawk eye. But how many times... In your life, does that happen? And it's literally happened to me twice in my life now. I've never mistaken Hawkeye for hot guy. <laughs> it sounds exactly the same. Oh my god! I go. Let's move on. I can't. Anyway, okay. So the series was okay, but what um, what I really liked about it was that it jumped between like the movie, the series, and then another like up and coming stuff. So basically what's happening with the Marvel universe, if anybody doesn't know, and you're not paying attention to it, um, all the Avengers are like either retired or they're done. Like we're done with Bruce Banner, unless he has like a little cameo in the She-Hulk stuff, or we have like, um, like Thor is probably going to be in some of the new guardians of the galaxy stuff or whatever, but like, we're done with the main Avengers, right? Like we're done. So now they're shifting into this new age of baby superheroes or like superhero psychics. So they have like the new Miss Marvel, who is this really cute uh, girl in New Jersey. And she's got like a fancy bracelet. She's actually really funny in the new, the Marvels movie. She's like the comedic relief, which I really appreciate. I think she's adorable. Uh, Did you see the Bryce Howard interview about her being Miss Spider, whatever? No, she's going to be a new evil person or a new lady? Good question. Tell I don't me. know. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. I don't um, love Bryce Dallas Howard. Like, I'm kind of over her and I'm over, yeah, I don't know. I don't really enjoy her as an actress. She's just not my cup of tea. Oh, I do Sorry really like her. I'm sure she's a lovely person, but I'm not thrilled with Jurassic Park and I wasn't the only thing I liked her in was the help I think she was she makes a really good bad lady oh I mean remember she was in the only thing I've seen her in is 50 shades of gray (laughs) I didn't even watch that so she's Um, not my favorite no it was like supposed to be really funny because um she's like the the new like spider girl so I don't know if it's related to spider-man at all i think she's i don't think she's like the villain or anything she's like the spider girl um and so but anyways the the interviewer is like oh what's your favorite spider-man movie and she's like um spider-man and the deathly hollows and um spider-man and the spy who shagged me or something like she's like making fun of it she like knows that it's gonna be a bad movie anyways Yeah. Okay. So wait, I'll try. Well, that's upsetting. 
They've made so many bad Spider-Man movies. Just leave it alone, people. Just Oh, I thought don't. the new Spider-Mans were good. I thought you liked them. Tom Holland was so cute. He was a great Peter Parker. Absolutely. Okay. Andrew Garfield, yeah. great. Toby, not super great. But, okay. like, now that they're doing these animation Spider-Man stuff, I think that's more interesting than a live okay. Spider-Man. Like, do the animation, do the galaxy jumping stuff, which ties us back into my original conversation, which is the Marvels doing multi-dimensional jumps and then having different storylines. They're bringing in the X-Men, hands down. My favorite comic book series is the X-Men. And, like, now they're coming in with a new Spider-Man slash, uh, Dare, uh, not Daredevil, what's his dumb name? Oh, my God. Deadpool? Um, so like my husband is a huge Deadpool fan. We have all the comic books. I love X-Men. So now that they're like coming together with like this new, um, there's a new storyline basically on at the end of the Marvel's movie, spoiler alert, um, where there's going to be a new like X-Men series outside of the universe that did the end game, the Avengers bullshit like that. So that's what I'm really excited about because I'm a huge X-Men nerd. I love them. But I want like new X-Men. I'm kind of over the Wolverine. I'm over. I want like uh, Jubilee and I want like the new Avalanche and I want like the newer kinds of characters that are going to come out in the more recent comic book series. Not like the old stuff that came out in the 60s and 70s. Like mm. I'm over Scott. What his dumb cyclo Cyclops. I'm oh my God. Super done with that storyline. They've done that for literally 30 or 40 years. Let's find some new characters. I want like the Bishop. I want the cool stuff. So, um, and all the new guns that they come out with and the weapons. So that's what I'm excited for in terms of the next stage, but they haven't done any press or any news about turning those storylines into movies, except for the Deadpool Wolverine thing that's coming out. So we'll see. Also, oh, I didn't even hear about that. Hugh Jackman just like cannot retire. He poor guy gets pulled back in. Like he's an old guy now and he's like done stuff on Broadway for a really long time. He's made a million movies. Like let the guy just retire. But yeah, yeah no, he can't because he's he's in everything and I love him. So happy That's that funny. poor guy. Hope he's living yeah. his best life. I mean, also, I just watched, a rich life. Uh, That's for sure. <laughs> for sure. I just watched a new comedy special from Taylor Tomlinson. Do, oh, do you know who that is? We were just, yep, we were just talking about it. She is my favorite so, comedian, I think, for sure. Hands down. Yeah, she is hilarious. She just talks about this, like, Hugh Jackman thing in her comedy, comedy special. Mm, I think it's mm-hmm. on Netflix. Uh, she's hilarious. Although, uh, this last special that we just watched was a little close to home because she makes fun of, like, older millennials and, like... Yeah, she said some yeah. pretty interesting things, and I was like, "Oh yeah, she's talking about me in that one." <laughs> so Aww. yeah, no, but it Funny. was you know it's deserved because she was spot on. So yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but that's there's a lot her. of that hate for really elder millennials on TikTok too. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, am I an elder millennial? No, I think or... we're just millennial. Yeah, we're not elder yet okay. for sure. Yeah, okay. elder millennials, okay. I think like forty. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, yeah. you, have, that makes a lot of sense. Um. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, Taylor Tomlinson is so funny. I loved that comedy special. We laughed a lot. That was a good one. Um, And then I also wanted to mention, I watched a movie, Quiz Lady. I think it's on Apple TV. I'm not sure. Mm. Or maybe Hulu. Um, But it has Aquafina and Sandy O. Sandra O. Both of them from Grey's Anatomy. No, I Aquafina is so funny. She's like really nerdy and really awkward in this series or this. I cannot stand her. Oh my lord! Ew! 
I hate her. her voice. I hate her so much. Oh my god. I love her. Oh my god. That no. makes me that breaks my heart that you don't like her. Oh, I love her. The fact I- that they put her in the dragon animated movie made me not be able to watch it. It, it actually made oh, me. Oh, the Raya? I loved that movie. That was a cute movie. And that was totally It was a cute movie, but they put her in it so I couldn't watch it. And then I was upset. No, I loved it. She was so cute as the little dragon. I I loved it. Uh, she's in this. She's a different character. So like not the, uh, she's not the comedic relief in this movie, which I think is really funny. Sandra Oh is Sandra. Okay. Everybody has that aunt or that friend or whatever, who just like cannot get their life together. Right. They have like um, different colored hair. Am I that aunt? <laughs> no, she's like, okay. uh, she, I don't know. She's just like, all over the place ADD and she's very unreliable and anyway it's hilarious that's what Sandra O oh is so like I think she did a really good job in that character and then Aquafina is not really the comedic relief but it was hilarious so if you are like a Jeopardy fan my mom watches Jeopardy religiously like literally every night she mm. I grew up on like who has the highest Jeopardy score in the house? Blah, blah, blah. Like, that's the house that I grew up in. So I, I feel definitely... like it's different without Alex Trebek, though. I don't think I could watch it anymore. She still watches it, and she loves it. But, like, this mm. mo- this Quiz Lady series or movie or whatever it is, um, is I can, like, relate to that fact that, like, Aquafina's character watches that show religiously, and she just gets really good at it. Um, anyway, it's funny. You need to watch it. You're I know maybe... You maybe you don't need to watch it because you don't enjoy any one of those people. But I love them both, and I think they did really good in this. And it was funny. I like cried a lot because I was laughing so hard. So I don't mm. know. I liked it. That's the only other thing. We watched Strays, which is an older movie. Um, it's definitely not kid friendly, so don't watch your. It's like a a dog movie basically, um, but it has Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx, and I. How do you say her name? Is it Isla Fisher or Isla Fisher? Isla Fisher. Isla. I don't know. Isla? Something like Isla. that. It has her Isla. in her and she's, that's funny. Mm. Uh, but it's definitely not a kid movie. They curse a lot. They do a lot of crude things. It's a lot of crude humor. So like, obviously my husband loved it. Um, And it's an older movie, but it was free. So we watched that one too. Other than that, that's it. That's all I got. Nice. That's awesome. I did hear yeah. one other additional. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. Um, I think it's called One Day on Netflix. Uh-huh. It's like gotten a lot of hype. Um, it's a TV show and everyone is like, it is so good. So one I'm excited day. about okay. watching that. Um, I think was... it's, it's just like a love. Um, yeah. Just about like a couple. Nice. I watched, uh, there was a, a little like a rom-com movie that you asked me to watch forever ago. And I just recently watched it with Jenny Slate and Charlie Day. I want you back. Oh yeah. That was a long time ago. I think that was before we even did the podcast. Like, yeah. Lindsay and I watched yeah. that a long, long, long time ago. That's a really good movie. That's a really cute movie. I finally yeah. watched it. Um, I didn't know anything about little shop of horrors or whatever that uh-huh. is. So when I was watching it, I was like, this is really cute. And then I did a little bit more research on it. And I was like, okay, yeah, now that makes sense. But um, yeah. when she sings the song and she's like, oh, I needed that. I like, yeah. Oh, I, I can't you. really remember it, but I do remember it being cute. Yeah. That's so funny yeah, that really you remember cute. that. Yeah. And so her ex-boyfriend is like so sexy. He needs to be the Tamlin. I think that would be so much better. Like everybody's <gasps> coming out with all these casting things for Actar and stuff. And I'm like, 
everybody's picking terrible people. They need to pick better people. Wait, like, hold Jason the McCall phone. Everything everywhere. You hold know? the phone. Something major that I forgot to write on my list. They Hulu canceled making Actar. Did you see that? Canceled it? No. They're not That's... making it anymore. I am upset. But like I really didn't see how they could make it. But yeah, so that's very upsetting. Um so it I don't know how we're scrapped. Variety came out. It says that um still in development at Hulu for now, despite report, but future is murky. That's the Variety article that I'm looking at now that came out February 12th. So that was only a few days ago, but maybe we'll do a little bit more research. Actually, this could be for the best. Hulu doesn't come out with high grossing, big production stuff very well. Like I said that as well. I said that as well, but then someone proved me wrong. Like White Lotus they made White Lotus. They made... Um... But that's not fantasy, right? Like, White Lotus is at a location. It In Actar, you kind of have to build the set. You know, you can't just have, like, um, somebody in, like, a Italian villa for six days, right? Like, you need to build a court and then a human place and then the other courts and these different characters and, like, the little river thing that comes out. Like, I, I don't know. I don't yeah. see that argument playing out with the White Lotus. I know, but they, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. But they do have, like, in my mind, like, Hulu makes, like, uh, I don't know, like, Survivor. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Survivor. Like, yeah, like, CBS I, and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I don't know. But, like, I think they do make more well-produced TV shows than I'm, like, thinking that they do. Yeah, maybe um, in their def- in their defense, yeah, I don't think we're giving them enough credit. Um, yeah, but I do agree. Like, who or HBO would be way, way, way better. But I do think yeah. we're not giving them as much credit as we should be. But yeah. yeah, we'll see. A Showtime, a Cinemax, an HBO, like that screams more appropriate from a production mm-hmm. value perspective. At the same time, you know, maybe Hulu's using this as the opportunity for like the biggest book that's come out in the past five or six years to do a big production. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see that happening. But we'll keep you guys updated because obviously we're invested. They need to make Actar. But all right, so we're skipping gratitudes and grievances today. Sorry about it, everybody. Let us know yep. if you have a grievance or if you have a gratitude. We'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah, sorry to go rambling on all of our like tea. <laughs> um, I might cut some of that out, but maybe not. Yeah. So you're welcome. <laughs> It's a long episode. We had a lot of drama to go through. We (laughs) had to talk about it all. So we love you all so much. My butt is officially numb. So I got to get out of this closet, y'all. We love you guys. Uh, (laughs) See you all next week. Bye. I thought you said we're going to just say all for today's episode of candidly 30 hope you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed chatting if you like what you heard please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review your feedback helps us make the show even better follow us on instagram at candidly 30 thanks for being candid with us